Welcome to the Freshman Fitness Podcast, a podcast designed specifically for beginners trying to navigate the difficulties of getting started with their fitness journey. My name is Emily and I'm a certified personal trainer and gym rat dedicated to providing you with the tools necessary you need to start your fitness journey and to stick with it. This podcast is sponsored by The Lift Box is a veteran-owned fitness subscription box that sends out awesome monthly boxes. Each box they send out has four to six supplement samples, a drink, a few healthy snacks, a gear or accessory item, and a t-shirt. It's the perfect way to try new fitness products and an awesome treat to get once per month. You can cancel at any time, and if you're interested in trying it out, use code EMILY to save $20 on your first box. Today, we have a topic that I personally believe is very overlooked in the fitness space, and that's going to be the link between exercise and mental health. Many people exercise purely for the physical reasons because we all want to look good, right? But what most people don't understand is that there's a strong link between physical and mental health. The mental benefits are highly overlooked, but the research actually shows that people who regularly exercise have a better overall well-being in both the short and long term. Our brains are one of the most complex and powerful structures in the body, and by exercising our bodies, we actually exercise our brains as well. And by exercising our brains, it changes the anatomy, physiology, and the function of them, says neuroscientist Wendy Suzuki in her TED Talk on the brain-changing benefits of exercise. If you've never seen it or heard it, I highly recommend going and listening to that. It's a very interesting talk, and it may just change your perspective on some things. So I've linked it in this week's blog post, but if you want to just go to YouTube and search it up, it should pop up, no problem. I've talked about the outside benefits of physical exercise in various different posts and episodes, but let's bring them all together in this one episode so it's laid out crystal clear. I first want to start by talking about the science behind everything though, because when we exercise, the body releases endorphins, which are known as the feel-good chemical. It also produces dopamine and serotonin, which is the happy chemical and the reward chemical, and there's a few others released as well, but those are the three main to focus on. From those three alone, you could see how after one single workout, your mental health could be improved in the short term for at least a few hours because your endorphins, you're feeling good, your serotonin, you're feeling happy, and your dopamine, you're rewarded because you've done that workout. And while these benefits are only short-term, you can see how working out over weeks and months and years will result in longer-term improvements to your mental health. And if you don't know this already, these are the same three chemicals that are released when a smoker gets a hit of a cigarette, drug addict gets their drugs, or an alcoholic gets a sip of alcohol. So yes, working out can literally become an addiction and sometimes it can become an unhealthy and obsessive one. Additionally, during your workouts, you tend to be focused and locked in, taking your brain away from any thoughts that you've been having throughout the day, whether they're negative or positive. So during your workouts, you actually escape the depths of your brain into la-la workout land where nothing else is pretty much relevant except for how your workout's going. So if you have a lot on your mind, that gym is the sacred place where you can just sit back, relax your brain, and let your body do the work. Okay, so what are these said benefits that I have been talking about? Outside of the physical, working out can improve your confidence levels, and if you have improved confidence levels, that automatically boosts your mood. It can also increase your energy levels throughout the day, and if you have increased energy levels, you're more productive throughout the day. If you're more productive throughout the day, you have a boost in your mood. Another thing is increased memory retention by producing brand new brain cells in the hippocampus short and long term. So the more you can remember, the more memories you can hold on to, the better you're just going to be overall because no one wants to forget their life experiences. It can also increase your ability to focus short and long term. And as I was saying before, better focus, you're more productive throughout the day. And the more productive you are, the better your mood is overall. 
And something new that I actually learned in this TED Talk that I was talking about is that working out strengthens the prefrontal cortex and the hippocampus, which are the parts of your brain that are most susceptible to disease and decline in brain function with aging. So obviously the stronger your brain is, the better chance you have of living longer and living healthier. Another thing working out can do is it can decrease your stress levels in the body in the short term. Obviously less stress is better, lower cortisol levels in the body, and just better mood overall. As we know, being stressed out can really raise your cortisol levels and cause a lot of problems, including weight resistance and a bunch of other things. So we want to keep our stress levels to a minimum. One of my personal favorites is that it can help you sleep better at night. And the more sleep you get, the less hangry you are the next day, the less angry you are. So the less hangry and angry you are, the better your mood's going to be. Another thing that I figured out through my research is that Working out actually reduces the symptoms of mild depression and anxiety by around 25%, which is a pretty good amount. And nobody wants anxiety, nobody wants depression. Those are not good feelings. So the more you can reduce those symptoms, the better off you'll be. And I'm not saying this is going to cure your anxiety, cure your depression. It really depends on how mild or severe it may be. But all I'm saying is that working out may slightly reduce your symptoms of either of those. Another thing working out can do is actually satisfy your bare minimum need for human interaction if you're going to a physical place like a gym, because even if you're not speaking to anyone there, just a change of scenery from your room or from your home just puts you in a better mood overall. It's good to go out and see the world, see things. So don't be a bum. Don't be locked up in your house all day long, okay? You need to go out and see the world. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Headlines Over Sidelines is a veteran-owned health and wellness publication that makes awesome content to help people take their fitness journey to the next level. I actually collaborated on an article with them in January to provide some tips for gym newbies in the new year, and I worked on another article with them in May talking about my own fitness journey from beginner to NASM certified personal trainer. Make sure to check those out at headlinesoversidelines.com or follow them at headlinesoversidelines on social media for awesome fitness content. And we're back. One more thing it does is that it acts as an outlet for frustration and anger. Obviously, the less angry you are, the better you're going to feel. So if you are feeling angry or frustrated, go to the gym, take it out on some weights, and I'm sure you will feel a lot better after. The next thing is that working out improves the quality of your life. So you are able to do things you weren't before, potentially spending more time with your kids or your family and doing activities that maybe you wouldn't have been able to do before. For example, you want to go to Disney World, but you're out of shape, you're overweight, and walking around doing 20,000 steps a day in the 90 degree heat really is not going to do well for you. So that might be an activity you need to opt out of, whereas if you've been working out regularly, you're feeling good, you can move, maybe you're losing some weight, that may be an activity now that you can go and do it with your family. Okay, this is my personal favorite one. So working out, building muscle it can allow you to eat more food. And I love eating, I love food, so the more food for me, the better my mood is. And for most people, that is the case as well. If you haven't picked up on the trend already, all of these things I'm listing off just put you in a better mood overall. So the better your mood is, the better your mental health is, is the direct correlation between physical and mental health. Not to mention, it can reduce the risks of conditions such as high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, stroke, heart disease, dementia, Alzheimer's disease, all these different diseases. The risk of them can be reduced just from simply exercising every single day. And I'm pretty sure nobody wants any of those things, so why would you not intentionally take the time to reduce your risk of those things? 
Alright, so those are the benefits, but what actually qualifies as exercise? Anything that's aerobic or anaerobic exercise and gets your heart rate up would be considered exercise. For those that don't know, aerobic exercise literally means with oxygen, so it uses oxygen mainly to generate energy. Most forms of cardio are considered to be aerobic. Anaerobic literally translates to without oxygen and anaerobic exercise relies on energy stored in your muscles mainly when oxygen alone isn't enough. So this is going to be things like high intensity interval training, sprinting, plyometrics, strength training, things of that nature. Both are great forms of exercise. Aerobic focuses more on conditioning and endurance while anaerobic focuses more on building muscle but it can potentially focus on endurance and conditioning as well just really depends on how you're programming and what you're actually doing how much exercise is enough i personally recommend about 30 minutes of exercise each and every single day and i'm not saying you have to go super super hard every day but i would try to exercise for at least 30 minutes it doesn't have to be intense just a simple light 30 minute walk is enough to satisfy that requirement and as i've said before you don't need to do exercise intensely every single day. At least one full rest day from strength training or high intensity training every single week, but preferably two to three. So in conclusion, there are very, very few cons of exercising. The biggest one is potential injury. Obviously nobody wants to be injured, but that is something that could happen if you are exercising regularly. And the only others that I can really think of is that Exercise is exhausting most of the time, depending on what you're doing, obviously, but generally a strength training session, pretty exhausting, high intensity working out, very exhausting, running, sprinting, all the cardio, very exhausting. But if you're just going for a light walk around the neighborhood, that is really not exhausting, so not all forms of exercise are exhausting. I can also see how it could be very time consuming, depending on what you're doing, how you're programming yourself, and the things that you're trying to fit in at once but as i said before you can just do a simple 30 minute walk around the block and that is not that time consuming at all a good portion of people who suffer from poor mental health do not exercise at all or they barely do they're very inconsistent with it just a simple 30 minutes a day can change your entire life both in the short term and the long term and there's absolutely no excuse in the world that is valid for why you cannot find 30 minutes a day to take time for yourself Go on a walk, hit a quick workout, find some sort of way to move your body and get your heart rate up. Your excuse is simply that you do not want to make time for it and by not doing so, you're not prioritizing your health, your physical and mental well-being. And if you don't have your physical and mental health, you really have nothing at the end of the day, regardless of what you may think you have in possessions, in status, or your job title, whatever it is, those things mean absolutely nothing if you do not have your physical and mental health. So get your butt up and start moving. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend and tag me on Instagram at emilyrobinson.fit so that I can personally thank you. You can also head over to my website, emilyrobinsonfitness.com to check out my beginner's ebook that goes over everything you need to know about mindset, working out, and nutrition to get started with your fitness journey and succeed. Until next time, signing off, Coach Emily.